Welcome to Business Talk Sister Rock. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today's episode title is How to Become a Renaissance Entrepreneur. And with us today, we have a guest who has a singular name, Brimstone. <laughs> uh, he has had a successful and rewarding career spanning over four decades. And I'm really excited about all the different things he's done, including professional wrestling, radio host, podcaster, actor, voice actor, author, musician. Uh, food critic, philanthropist, horror model, comic book and animated children's book and video game hero. Okay. There's so many things here (laughs) and thank you so much for being with us. Oh man. Finally, Brimstone has made it to business talk, sister gawk. Love you, (laughs) Becca and Ruthie. It's going to be so much fun. I listen now I can't see you guys. So I'm going to hopefully figure out who's speaking to me at what time. So if I call one of you the wrong name, I am apologetic right here at the get go. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're totally fine. We're so excited to talk with you because I think that Renaissance uh, entrepreneurship is something that um, many people haven't really heard of. And I was wondering if you could give us a definition of it. I mean, you know, it's funny because I, you know, it is in my bio and, um, but for, for uh, all intent and purpose, I mean, it was given to me by, by multiple um, uh, people in the media, you know, who they're like, you know, he, he does, just does everything. He is a Renaissance man. Uh, so, you know, in, in, you know, the grand scheme of things, you know, being a Renaissance man or, or woman, you know, essentially is having, having your hands in many different cookie jars, being able to kind of uh, float from one area of, of uh, the industry into another seamlessly and kind of know what's going on. Uh, and, and I've been doing that for many years. I mean, I, I started my career, you know, as a child actor, then I went into music, then I went into, you know, pro wrestling, then, you know, this and that and the next thing. And, and I've kind of, you know, studied each industry. I, I know a lot about each industry. I can't say I know everything about any industry because, you know, you never stop learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, being, being somebody who is um, pretty much always, always on it and always looking to learn and to build and to grow. Uh, I think especially moving in, into the, um, you know, to the way we're going in, in, in terms of the, uh, the world itself. Uh, I mean, just this morning I was looking, I read a new thing about, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Neon. It's, uh, you know, this, this artificial intelligence where it's mm-hmm. like all, all actual, um, they, they're making these, these AIs that look like real people and they function as real people and and you know you actually talk to them it's through samsung but it's a different company it's so weird and you know like they're thinking well these these are the the type of uh people the the ai although like i can't say people they're not people but these are the, these ai are, are going to wind up taking positions from people you know in terms of whether it's you know ordering something at mcdonald's or going to the bank and and meeting a teller and so forth so you know the the people that are are kind of growing up now really need to kind of get their grip on, um, you know, being multifaceted in, in this world, because there are a lot of jobs that are not going to be here for much longer, you know, when they start bringing in, you know, more computers, AI, and so forth. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to, to kind of, to, to kind of have your hand in a bunch of different cookie jars at one, every, point in time. Hope I'm making sense. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like you had said that um, we're, there's jobs that are phasing out. And even more than that, like there's jobs that are um, not even created yet. And so like you're preparing for jobs that don't even even exist, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is crazy. Um, 
Yeah. So you've given us a really cool overview of where you're at and what you're doing. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. Right now, I'm talking to the two of you on Business Talk, Sister Talk. Um, <laughs> well played. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked, so I figured I had to tell you that. Uh, so right now, I mean, I'm doing a bunch of different things, uh, a couple of things that I cannot discuss simply because they're uh, NDA, but but there are um, some big things that come in. Um, but I am currently doing um, a couple of different uh, uh, video games in terms of voiceover work. Um, oh, my God, I have a new new product coming to the market very shortly. I have, um, you know, additions to my sauce and seasoning line, as well as um, a couple of old favorites that I'm bringing back. Uh, oh my God. I mean, the list goes on. I, I'm, I'm always doing uh, a bunch of different things all at once. So mm -hmm. it's, it's for me, you know, like there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want to bore mm -hmm. people, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I'm always doing, uh, I do the grindhouse radio on iHeart, um, and, and, uh, you know, we do about 30 other networks. We're doing between like three and a half, 4 million listeners weekly worldwide with that. So that keeps me really, really busy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you know, so between that and, and doing the other shows I do, um, and, and doing the voice work and doing, you know, all the sauces and seasonings I'm doing pre-production, like I said, for a project that, that is, uh, going to be hitting a major streaming service soon. So that's, that's, uh, you know, another thing in the works. Um, it's just, you know, that's before I get to spend any time with my family. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then social media, you know how it is. So I do a lot of, a lot of a lot. And, and that's just happening like this week, you know, I mean, next mm. week, you know, I might have a, a whole bunch of new, you know, things to, to work on. Uh, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of influencing like you and I, you guys and I discussed, uh, prior to coming on air. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's, there's just a lot, it's, it's always like a moving, a moving platform. And, and the, the, the fun thing is, is I like it that way because it doesn't get boring. You know right. what I mean? You're yeah. always doing something new, something creative, something different. And I have to always be creative. I hate being in a slump and not being able to do anything. One of the greatest things that happened during the pandemic, even though I was hating being in the pandemic, um, was the fact that, you know, I was able to do more with voice work. I was able to kind of catch mm -hmm. up on things that I didn't, you know, have the time to do prior because I'm always out and about. I'm always on the road. Like even as, as we speak, you know, my agents are messaging me about, you know, different events that, that, you know, they're looking to book me at and, you know, and, and different projects and so forth. So, you know, during pandemic, you know, I was able to slow down a little bit, take a breath, um, you know, while I could, cause then I got COVID and that was not good, <laughs> but, uh, um, couldn't take a breath. <laughs> that's why I couldn't take a breath. But when I was able to, again, you know, um, mm -hmm. what was really cool was that, uh, you know, you know, I, I gotten, um, picked and, uh, for a couple of, of main roles for a couple of different video games and some animated things. And I wound up getting COVID and, um, they, thankfully they wanted me so bad that they, they actually waited until I was better to go in and cut mm. the lines, uh, which which was amazing because one of them's for the Oculus, uh, what do you call it, Quest Two, which is you know the, the you know the new virtual reality headset, and um, mm. so I, I play Wyatt uh, Wyatt Earp for uh, Finger Gun, which is the game, uh, mm. new technology, oh, cool. really cool stuff, and a couple of other video games. I had Viking Vengeance that just released on Steam, uh, which I played Wotan. Nice. So there's a lot of stuff. Like I said, is there's a lot of things going on um, that I wouldn't have necessarily had the time to hone in on. You know what I mean? Mm. If if I was constantly running and, uh, you know, doing all the, the normal touring things that, that I do mm -hmm. when the world is open. Hope I'm making yeah. sense. Yeah. Practical yeah. rest. So my yes. question for you, and, and I recently had this happen because I went to like this Chamber of Commerce event and um, 
somebody said to me, oh, what do you do? And I literally stopped <laughs> and I, I didn't know what to say. I literally said, whatever I want. <laughs> but, like, how do you answer that question when people ask you as a Renaissance entrepreneur? Well, I mean, since I do have a lot of different um, titles, you know, they, it does become a little difficult here and there, uh, you know, where if I'm, if I'm signing in an event or um, doing an appearance or whatever it is, sometimes it's like, all right, well, how do we, how do we bill you? How do we, how do we put you out there? Like, you know, some people will go with the whole, you know, celebrity appearance type thing. Other people will be like, uh, you know, uh, Brimstone Entertainment Entrepreneur, um, you know, a, um, you know, a, a serial entrepreneur. It depends. You know what I mean? It depends on what I'm doing. Like if I'm doing business events, sometimes they'll, they'll, you know, throw a mixture of both in. So it really, it, it's difficult when people say to me, you know, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, <laughs> well, that's a trick question. And how much time do you have? Is, is what it comes down to. And, Gig you know, company. I, yeah. Yeah. And I don't like to be, you know, I try to be, you know, to be, to be as unapologetically authentic as possible. And um, if you want to know, I'm going to tell you. And, and sometimes people take that as, um, you know, me showing off, but, but it's not, it's just, mm. that's my life. That's, that's what I do, you know? And, um, you know, it's, it's very difficult sometimes for people to understand and, and uh, you know, it's hard for them to figure out and hard for them to categorize. But I think that the, the more people are um, hearing about what I do and other people like me, you know, I think that you know, they're realizing the value in it and um, trying to kind of figure out how they can do certain things as well. I mean, one of my things is, is I always aspire to inspire and um, mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, I get on the daily people that, that message me, whether it's on social media, email on the website, you know, whatever it is. And they're like, you know, I just wanted to say thank you. And I'm like, what, for what, you know, like, they're like, you know, you inspired mm -hmm. me to, you know, kind of go for, uh, for, for, um, you know, go for broke and, and realize my dreams. And, you know, now I'm doing this and it's because of you and, and thank you. And I'm like, no, it's because of you, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you believe in yourself. It, you know, maybe I inspired you to do it, but you believed in yourself to kind of you know, jump, jump on it and jump on it and make it happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for me, uh, you know, again, I, I'm just happy, you know, when people are like, Hey, you know, Rim, you, you know, you, you're, you you inspired me, yeah. uh, but going back to the original, the original question, um, you know, most of the time it depends on where I am and what I'm doing. When people say, well, what do you do? If I'm just at a, at a party or if I'm at a family function, oh God, those are the worst. Cause then it's like, <laughs> all right, now, now I'm, I'm the, the elephant in the room. Um, you just hand them a copy it, of your resume at that point. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it's, it's just nuts, but yeah, yeah. no, it, it's, it's such a, it's such a, uh, an interesting thing because people don't, um, they, they can't fathom, you know what I mean? And I've mm. had success in every, you know, in every, um, uh, area that I've been. So it's like, all right, well, how do, how do, how do we describe you? Which is why it's like, you know, celebrity entertainer, um, and, or, or, you know, um, you know, entertainment entrepreneur or serial mm -hmm, uh, entertainment mm -hmm. entrepreneur. So yeah, hope so that, hope that that coining. is a good answer. Yeah. 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 So when you are, so say, um, someone is looking to do a whole bunch of different opportunities and they're wanting to kind of become this Renaissance entrepreneur, how do they evaluate whether an opportunity is worth their time and aligns well with what they kind of are working towards? Cause it seems like there's kind of, there's at least a thread of, con of a consistent theme throughout the different things that you've pursued. Mm -hmm. Um, so how do you kind of decide this is worth my time and this is aligns well with the trajectory of what I want to do? 
So for me, my my whole outlook when I'm doing things is what's the next uh, what's the next uh, um, thing that makes sense? What kind of connects to what I'm doing? You know, like here to give you an example, um, the music to, to wrestling was the biggest jump. You know what I mean in terms of of, but it was still entertainment. It's still showy and so forth. Uh, but you know, once I was in wrestling, I said, all right, well, what's the next? what's the next, you know, um, possible move from here? What's, what's the next step? And, uh, you know, you know, how can I expand this? So now I have the character and what are wrestlers? Wrestlers are big superheroes. They're just like real life superheroes. Right. So, you know, what did I do? I said, okay, well, let's take the brimstone character, pull it out of the ring and let's build him into a comic book character. Um, you know, then the comic books, you know, what's the next step from there? Uh, children's books, you know what I mean? So, and, and the same characters in the children's books. So you've got the Brimstone comic book character, the Brimstone little little Brim in the, in the kids books. Um, you know, my readers, you know, the adults read the comics and then the, they have their kids read the kids books so they can vibe with each other on the stories mm. and the characters. Mm. So, you know, so it's very similar in that, in that aspect. Um, but then, you know, you take it and uh, within the comic books, Okay, um, within the comic books, there's a place called uh, hell in the middle of heaven, uh, a heaven in the middle of hell. So what do you call it? A he heaven is a bar and grill that all the main characters go to in hell. Again, it's just a gimmick, people. It's not that a Satan worshiper. I'm Jewish. Jews don't believe in hell. It's, you know, it's a big, it's a story. Um, but that being said, I don't want to freak anybody out there. Uh, but heaven, com completely, complete with stairway. If you guys are no Led Zeppelin stairway to heaven, it's a joke, but you guys might have a younger audience. But the older cats will understand what I'm talking about, but the younger ones will have no clue. But anyway, inside the bar in the comic book, they're eating, you know, um, sweet heat treat wings and grindhouse burgers and grub munchies and so forth. Well, all of those things are actual real products on mark in market mm. because now I have my, you know, I have my grindhouse seasoning, I have my mm. uh, flavor behavior seasoning, I have my sweet heat treat wings, I have awesome marketing. sauce. You, you see what I'm saying? My grub munchies, all the candies, mm. all the candies that are there are all available. Wasteland sand. So all of this stuff is actually there in real life. So if you're a comic book, you know, fan, well, you know, you'll get to see and realize, oh my God, these are real products. Um, mm -hmm. And if you're, you know, have nothing to do with comics, you can go, oh my God, this is actually from a comic book. So, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It, it, mm -hmm. it hits a bigger market and, and, and so forth. They like um, to one another. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Now, on top of that, if you notice, I said grindhouse seasoning and grindhouse burgers. Well, I do the grindhouse radio. So do you notice mm -hmm. how everything is kind of, you know, all attached? Everything I do, is attached in one way, shape, or form, so mm -hmm. it all makes sense, um, you know. But so it, for 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 you know everybody who's listening in in you know my professional capacity, if I'm going to say you know what what do you you know how do you figure out what do you do, you gotta you gotta listen to your heart, you gotta listen to your head. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does this make sense? Is this something I want to do? Sometimes it makes no sense in the world <laughs> to do it. You know what I mean? But you know, but you, you look at it and you go, well, I'm going to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, it, and, and, and that's good too. You know, you got to do what, what makes you happy. And, um, you know, the, the thing that people don't realize is, you know, when you work a nine to five, you're building someone else's dream. You have most of the time people are miserable. They're not doing what they want to do. And they're only making a tiny piece of the pie. When you, when you, why not invest 200% in yourself? You know, yeah, the hours are longer. It were, it, you know, it's harder work. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's so much more fulfilling. 
Um, you know, you're working for yourself, you're building your own company, your own brand, you're making your own money, and then you can eventually have people working for you and you can pay them to help build your dream. You know what I mean? Like build and, and grow, leave, leave a legacy. And that's what I look to do. I always le look to leave a legacy. Um, so when people uh, look at me when I'm gone or look at, at, you know, the brimstone, you know, moniker, they go, wow, you know, that guy, he did a lot, you know, he's, mm -hmm. he's, he, he, he did a lot in, in a short amount of time and, um, you know, and was successful with it. And for my family to be able to, you know, be supported well after I'm gone, you know, so that's, yeah. that's my goal um, to leave a, a real solid legacy. And, mm. you know, and, and also you want to give back just as much as you, you put in, you know, um, everything I do, like I mentor people still, um, I give back, I do a lot of charity work. I do, you know what I mean? You know, you find the time for things that you want to make happen, you know, that, that yeah, that's so hopefully that helps. I have, maybe you can kind of summarize this one. Cause I know I have another question and we're like getting really close on time to so many things that I want to get through. So, um, how was this originally like the path you took? What is your why of how you went this way with your, um, career? I got sick of, I got sick of, you know, working for somebody else. Um, you know, I did, I worked, I worked at places before, um, you know, it didn't, I didn't pop out of the womb and say, Hey, I'm going to do this. So, um, but you know, I, I did start as a child actor, you know, on Sesame street and Romper room when I was, when I was a kid. So I had the taste of, of it. Um, and you know, my, my father was a self-starter and, and, uh, you know, he was an, an entrepreneur within, you know, uh, the, the, um, uh, the insurance industry. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what do you call it? My mother was, you know, she worked for other people, but you know, she, had, she had had her own business. She had done a, a, a confectionery uh, business and, you know, did chocolates and, and cakes and so forth. So, you know, I've, I've always been around it growing up. Um, so, and I was also around entertainment growing up. My father, you know, was, was a, was a would be singer and, you know, what do you call it? Uh, he should have been a professional golfer, but my grandfather, uh, had him go into the the family business and he mm. didn't get to, you know, realize his dreams with that. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I saw what they were doing and, you know, and I was working, you know, a bunch of different jobs and, and that's good be that I did that because I was able to learn, you know, uh, the ins and outs of a lot of things. I, I was drawn to media. So, you know, I, I worked in, um, you know, for publications and, and so forth. So that helped me when I built my, my comic book company, you know, cause mm. I knew publishing, you know, so why not open up a publishing company? Um, you know, the same thing with sales, you know, sales was, is a very big thing to, uh, to know sales, marketing, uh, building of relationships. And this is all stuff that I got when I was younger and working for other people and, you know, kind of, uh, learning from, from the people around me. So, you know, when I, when I finally made that decision was, you know, right out of college, I mean, I was on tour, I was doing music stuff. I was, you know, I was doing well. And, um, you know, and then I was, I was working at a, a company making six figures here on, in, on the Island, you know, uh, for Newsday, which is another publication doing sales and wrestling, making big money at the same time. So mm -hmm. it was kind of like, you know, why not just stop doing everything and just do it myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I did it myself. I started doing it myself and I just, you know, I, I continue to build and brand and market my, myself. And, um, you know, some people would, would like to say, you know, selfish promotion or whatever, and I'm like, all right, well, who, if I'm not going to promote me, who else will? So and, you, um, sounds, you know, it, it kind of sounds like you went like a little bit like you did a side hustle into not necessarily a side hustle, but like low risk because you're still working for someone while you were getting into the professional wrestling aspect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but also what I didn't mention 
is that I had my first business when I was 16, 17. Yeah. So yeah. So I, okay. I had, I had already had like that, that background behind me. Um, okay. Funny enough. So then when you're kind of like deciding all these different things and you're, you're seeing all these different things that you want to do and, and things like you earlier, you were talking about, like, sometimes you just want to do things, but you also have to survive and, <laughs> and, be and be profitable and make money. So how did you, how do you kind of decide like, what is like just a, a pet project and what is actually something that's worth the time value that you're putting in to be able to pursue a specific uh, project? Everything for me, if I like it, it's worthwhile. And I turn it into a business. Um, nice. You know, the, the, like the grindhouse radio was something that, you know, I was like, all right, well, I want to do something. And it came from, I wouldn't say failure on that one, although failure are uh, failures are the seeds to success. But um, you know, with this situation, you know, I had wanted to start a radio series and I contacted all the local terrestrial radio stations. And I said, Hey, you know, um, they know me for years. You know, I, I've been doing interviews for them over the years. I know all the DJs and the people above. And I said, I'd really like to maybe do a show. Um, this is my idea. And I heard crickets. So I was like, mm. well, if I'm not going to get any help here from you guys, I'll just do it myself. Mm. And uh, what do you call it? And I, I spoke to a couple of my uh, interns at the time who are now my partners. And uh, I said, you know, if you guys are interested, let's do this. And, and if it works, it'll be a biz. We'll turn it into a business and yada, yada, yada. And here we are, you know, uh, seven years later, we, we won four years in a row, best radio station on Long Island where we're from. Ooh. So we've beaten all the terrestrial radio stations that we have uh, that that ignored me at the beginning. And <laughs> and what do you call it? Uh, and we're, we're making very, very good money, let's just say. And so that being said, you know, um, anything you do is worth your time as long as you're going to spend the time to put into it. Um, you know, again, it's, it's many people are, are, you know, are like, well, I'm not going to do it if it, I'm not, I'm not doing this if I'm not making money or I'm not doing that. If I'm not, guess what, man, do it. Because if you don't do it, it's a woulda, shoulda, coulda thing. First of all, second of all, you don't know what's going to come from something when you do it pro bono. Um, I'm happy to do things if it makes sense pro bono, you know, some people have an amazing product or an amazing idea and they just don't have the money to get it off the, off the ground. So, you know, look, somebody gave me an opportunity at one point. Why shouldn't I give somebody else the opportunity? Does that make sense? No. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and so, with that, one of the questions that we always end with in asking is what um, resources or tools or books would you recommend to someone who's interested in becoming a uh, Renaissance entrepreneur? What kind of things would you say? These were really helpful to me and anybody else that wants to do this should do it. My, to be completely honest, I believe that the, the biggest thing about becoming um, a Renaissance entrepreneur is, um, or just a Renaissance person in general, um, mm -hmm. is to just follow your heart. You don't need books. You don't need to read <laughs> things. You don't need to go and watch videos online. You know what I mean? You could and you should because learning is incredible. Um, but you know, if you have an idea or if you have a passion, go with that passion. Learn as much about it as you possibly can. If you said to me, well, Brim, you know, I want to learn about wrestling. Well, I, 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 could, I could pinpoint where you can go to look for that. Or if, you know, you're looking to do, you know, this type of a business or whatever, like I would recommend like score, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and get yourself a mentor and, and, and so forth. And, but, you know, there, without knowing any kind of definitives, like there aren't any um, specific places I tell you to go. But I would also say that it's very important for anybody who's looking to, 
to, to kind of carry themselves like that and, and to kind of build their career or their brand or, or their base of operations as a Renaissance person, um, I would suggest that you well versed yourself in sales, in marketing, in relationship mm. building, because That's it doesn't what matter what you ask. do. It yeah, sounds like doesn't you matter. Have a strong aspect of networking in your personality. Yes, it's huge. It's very mm. huge. And um, you know, and the fact is, is that you know, if you don't do this, you will get nowhere. Um, mm. Everything in life, whether it's whether it's sitting and and um, you know, going to the, the, you can go get a cup of coffee it's still, you know, that's networking. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, that's communication. You need to know how to communicate. And a lot of the kids nowadays have a problem where they can't communicate without a phone in their hand. They can't <laughs> communicate without a, 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 you know, a computer in front of them. Um, it's very important to have these person-to-person uh, -person relationships, um, be able to speak, pick up a phone. Anxiety runs wild in the the generation of today and the re and and people are afraid to pick up phones i can i can tell you i had an office full of people that would do anything i needed them to do except for pick up phones because they were afraid of the person on the other end mm. you can't be afraid people you gotta mm. you gotta make it work you know and uh you know because without being able to speak without being able to talk without being able to um have conversations you never you're never there's no way that you're going to be able to sell whatever product you're looking to sell. Yeah. So, you know, it is mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. And I feel like you have so much more that, <laughs> that people can learn from you. And then <laughs> there's so much that like, even just in talking with you, you could even, we, yeah, we could talk for so too. long. Yeah. But yeah. tell us a little bit about where people can find you so that they can keep, um, it, yeah. And picking your brain from a distance. <laughs> Absolutely. Keyword Listen, I am distance. very, <laughs> <laughs> I am very active on my Instagram. Uh, if you guys are on Instagram at the real brimstone, it's verified. You'll know it's me. Um, I answer all of my, my messages. Uh, as long as I see them, they, sometimes they go to the, I don't know you area. And sometimes I just don't see them. So uh, what do you call it? If I don't respond, it's just simply because I haven't seen it. But, you know, rather than DMing me, you know, start on the start on the what do you call it on my posts, write to me there, chat with me there, you know, get involved. And I am happy to respond. I respond to everybody. It's not my wife. It's not my assistant. It's not my it's not my intern. It's all me. Um, and what do you call it? I, I'd love to hear from you guys. And then what do you call it? My official website, therealbrimstone.com. There's a lot there. Um, I do have, you know, in the Brim blog, there are a couple of articles uh, that may prove helpful to people that are looking to, um, you know, become entrepreneurs and so forth. And I'll be adding more when, it, you know, in between when I have time uh, to kind of get on there and do it. Uh, anybody who's looking to get into like podcasting and stuff like that, I do have a couple of great articles there. Um, you know, in terms of, of uh, that, the grindhouseradio.com, please make sure to check us out. Uh, you know, we have a lot of fun and it's all pop culture and, uh, yeah, man, would love to, love to have you guys, uh, you know, check us out. So thank you so much Brimstone for hanging out with us and just for, um, yeah, just telling, sharing your wisdom with us. And we're going to transition into the sister Gark portion of our episode. Um, and earlier when we were talking like pre-recording, you had mentioned just about your family and, um, and getting, I just have really appreciated that about you. Like just knowing that that's something that you take very seriously. Um, so if you have a story that you want to share about them or anyone or whatever, we're just, business. all right. So you, you want to hear a funny story. You want a funny, embarrassing story? <laughs> yeah. As long as it's G <laughs> Wow. All right. So I'm getting slapped right from the get go. Um, it does have to do with 
does have to do with the bed. I mean, is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when I was younger, um, I forgot how old I was. I, I must've been like 11, 12 years old. And uh, what do you call it? My, uh, I, you know, I had a, a mattress and um, you know, the bunk beds. And for some reason, you know, I was just pissed off one day. I don't know why, um, but I was just angry. And like, I was, you know, one on those hot days where Teenage it's just like, it's just, everything's just it. irritating. <laughs> and I, and I, what do you call it? I, I was sitting, I sat up in my bed and like on my legs, what do you call it? I like, I guess the way the mattress was turned, um, you know, the tags all like wrinkled up against my, my leg and just like scratched me. And I got so mad and I grabbed uh, uh, the, the tags and I ripped them right off the bed. And I, after I ripped them off the bed, I stopped and I was looking, you know, at the tags mm. and I was like, oh my God, they're going to come take me away. Cause you know, on the, <laughs> you know, on the, on the, what do you call on the tags, yeah. they, what do you call, they say, they say, you know, that, you know, if with do penalty of law, it. remove, yeah. don't, do not remove. And so I'm like, oh my God, cause I'm, I'm a kid. I don't know any better. So I'm freaking <laughs> out. I'm pacing in my room. I'm like, I'm like crying. I, I didn't know <laughs> what, what's going to happen. I'm sitting here thinking like, that the 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 nano police were going to come in and jump through the windows and take me away, um, and then I finally I ran downstairs to my mother and I have them in my hand and I'm tearing and I'm crying and she's like what's wrong what's wrong and I'm like I said mom I said they they're coming for me the police are going to come take me with you what what are you what are you talking about and I was like I ripped I ripped the things off the bed they're coming to get me and she's like she looks at me and she starts laughing in my face like like ah. And I'm like, like, I'm like, no, mom, no. Right. She's like, yeah, you're thinking she's just like so happy someone's taking you away. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I said, I said, this is not funny. And and anyway, so she told me she's like, no, they're not coming for you. It's okay. We own the bed. That's only when you're if you rip it off when you're in the the stores and Mm. they wouldn't take you away then either. I was like, oh great, you know. So that that was my story. Hopefully, hopefully that was would amused some of you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, For sure. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, and if you guys enjoyed this podcast, uh, you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts and we will see you next week.